Starting talking about The Bachelorette and how it's somehow surprising that I watched this with my And really, that just caught me completely off guard. Not a show I thought you would have any investment in at all. But, but I don't, you're right. But I have investment in my spouse. Yes, and that's that's more valuable than you know anything else that you could be doing in that hour. And kind of connected with where we're going today. Yeah, because I will absolutely. say that that notwithstanding, The Bachelorette is not a show that I would necessarily go looking for. What I have found in hanging out with my spouse during that time is it's fun. Yeah. It's actually yeah. fun. And I couldn't have planned it, but I have noticed it. Yeah. And yeah. and I will also say that anyone that I've ever told that I do watch it, or actually I don't often tell people that I watch it, I just kind of jump into conversations and I will <laughs> add something from the previous night's episode. And someone's like, what? How do you even How know that? How do you even that? know that stuff? I'm like, I don't know. I know. You have your finger on a every Ooh. every pulse that you can find just to just to. I'm all about the keep pulses. Us, keep us on our toes. Yeah, I'm all about the pulse. That's, That's it. You know what? There is an element of that. I do do that. Yes. It's good. But it's, it, I mean, it's a good tie-in and it's it brings us back to these conversations about relationships and how yeah. uh, you have invitations, but you, you know, it's about accepting invitations or even offering invitations. I guess some of that comes Notice. back to it too. Yeah, yeah. So today uh, is kind of funny because we we were kind of separate this morning in terms of tasks, but I we were both doing you know purposeful jobs. But I uh, had a chance to uh, work with a few other teachers this morning and just just do something that was connected to our wellness team. Um, and getting a, a display kind of going in, in the hallway that, that's working to develop um, some, some, I forget what the term was, not wellness messages, but like well wishes. Is that well what wishes, you said? Yeah. Well wishes and winter cheer. Yeah, so the, so the, the hope is that by the, by when students and, and teachers are leaving for the break and staff are leaving, um, that they have a sense of that still that community, even though we're going to be separate and then we're already also feeling the distance in different ways. So it, this all kind of uh, came from our meeting yesterday with the wellness group about like, what could we use that space for? How could we, how could we develop our idea of the well wishes? I think it was your idea to do a well wishes option. And, and so this was like the beginning stages. We, we were just doing the the visual setup of the wall. A winter scene. A it's winter scene. A, it's, it's yeah. A winter scene, yeah. Well, yeah, and and I mean, you. I came back to see you after we had kind of got that portion finished, and you're like, yeah, you you really seem lit up. And I said, well, I do. I feel, <laughs> I feel energized because it was fun. It was. Um, I felt useful. Like I felt like I had been able to not only be a part of conversations about the wellness team, but now I've practically, and I got my hands dirty in terms of like, I put my hands on that wall. Like, I'm not just here to be here. I'm here to do do things. And that was that was kind of a cool, plus I got to build some connection and relationships with, with other people. So, um, and not to say we had deep, meaningful conversations about our philosophies that we just talked about you know, families, Christmas, whatever, the things of the day kind of conversations, but it was nice to have that outstretch of just something different. I don't know, I'm, I'm kind of rambling now, but I was jazzed. I was, I was, I was excited. It was kind of fun. If I, I wanted, I, I'm going to draw, draw attention to your language 
that you said our wellness team. Oh yeah, that's not yours. <laughs> that's transformation. No, that's transformational. Right. I think that's transformational. I couldn't ask. I couldn't ask for more for you. If if that's the feeling you're having, yeah. our that does mean that you are, you have a sense of connection. You have a sense of being here. You have a sense of inclusion. Yeah. And that that's how, I think that is the, I think that's natural positive byproduct of noticing the invitation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think you also have someone on the other side that's like, hey, come on in, give it a go, right? Yeah. So the the art teacher was very much like that. She's yeah. like, yeah, come on, let's let's get this done. Yeah. And obviously you were able to get the task done because I went down and had a look and the wall looks great. Like yeah. it's, 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 it's the first stage. Yeah. Um, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to work very well as kind of an anchor and a showpiece to kind of remind students, staff, anyone that happens to see it, because it's right near as you walk in the front door of the school, Yeah. that we're still here. Yeah. Like we're still yeah. here. And... It was kind of, it led me, it led me to, you know, us talking when we ended up, I, I think where, where, where this connected deeply for me was the conversation we had just before that when we were on hall duty, talking about this being a year that I feel is really under threat of kind of disappearing or becoming yeah, invisible. Yeah. yeah. Because um, my experiences of walking through halls, doing hall duty for over a decade now, is that there's, there's there's more to than just moving through the hallway. We've talked about purposeful. I mean, yeah, sure, you can yep. memorize the door numbers and you know, meeting people and making sure that these stairwells, that no one's there yep. crying or something. But there's also the, the idea of a library walk where you can walk through the school and look at all the like curated a, artifacts like a and get yeah. a gallery walk. You get this idea that there's life here. Yeah, yeah. And it's a little unnerving to be standing in the hallways in the afternoon and as they say, you can sort of like drive a golf ball down the hallway yeah, yeah. And, and there's nobody there. Like right, it's, it's, right. it's quite empty. So I feel like what you folks are putting into that front foyer is protesting the emptiness. You're right. putting something into the space that, and this is what humans do, we meaning make. So you're putting meaning into that front hallway. Yeah. And I think, it's, I think it's a wonderful way to make sure that we're pushing back the dark a little bit and saying right. we still have... We still have some creativity to offer here that could connect with people. Yeah, yeah. I think it's so interesting. I mean, we've talked a little bit about the kind of the the physical space and your environment as the third teacher, like being yep. utilized as Great reference, a, great book. It, it, yeah, and I've, I've kind of skimmed it. Um, I've looked through a couple of sections, and it, it it's, it's stuff like that that you don't... Maybe you'd never considered the hallway as a, a physical space that could be the same, uh, give the same feelings of a classroom or a you know it's just that intentionality in, in how you utilize that space and and uh, I think I definitely it definitely feels I'm noticing that that what you had kind of cautioned on the kind of invisible year you you definitely are getting that feeling and vibe when you walk through the school and it is a little bit frightening not only just for for us but for the students who when they put in the the work and the effort that they've done into whatever it is they're creating that kind of um, feeling or reinforcement or just pride that they get from having people see it, that's not happening this year. And I'm wondering, I'm wondering what that's kind of doing to the creative portions of students' brains or the, you know, the students that really thrive in that, in that, in that situation. Like, I just don't know how they're going about it. So, so part of this wall is kind of like, 
what are we allowed to do and how are we going to do it to the, to optimize that opportunity like how are we going to ensure that we're going to take this opportunity because we've been allowed to do it and we're going to do it to the to the highest potential that we can to get the most out of just that one tiny little wall you know yes. i don't know it's it's uh, it's frightening but also pushing us to we've talked about this before to to restructure things that we used to hold on to that were so simple and we take it for granted and now we're we're trying we're trying to build new new pathways to it i guess i yeah a buddy of mine often talks about um the, the, some of the growing pains when you have to do something differently is that you're actually developing new fluency. Yeah. And developing a new fluency, I mean, part of the definition of fluency is there's a reciprocity to it, yeah. as in the sending and the receiving, but it's also in sort of understanding the lexicon and the terms of what you're actually doing. So, I mean, uh, uh, building a new fluency in a language is pretty straightforward. Yeah. Not the task, but you're understanding what you have to do. It, to be fluent means that you can exist in. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. And that means, you know, the hearing, the speaking, the activating. So if you're fluent in a language, chances are you can have choice as to whether or not you're going to live through that language. Right, right. And the new fluency here is how do we still live with the COVID protocols that right. we are doing? So um, I think that the cautionary, one of the big cautionary points on this is to make sure that so where I, and I, I think we're going to talk a little bit more about this in t tomorrow's pod, but yeah. talking about innovation. Yep. Every time, and this will give you some shape of where I was thinking, every time I, I come up with, right now, unfortunately, every time, it, nine out of ten times when I'm talking, when I start to think about innovating in a way that's going to be generative towards relationship building and rapport right. building, I'm thinking far more often about using digital tools, mm. which is not necessarily a bad thing unless, and this is my understanding I come to, unless building the digital tools is somehow eradicating any possibility of doing the in real life tools. Right. And this is sometimes how um, different um, initiatives go. Um, and I only mean by, I gotta, I'll bring this right down to something very concrete. We are right now developing the exact learning framework that we didn't want to do last year when Lecce said he wanted to have um, X number of digital courses for students. Right, right. We pushed back and we said, nope, Yeah. nope, we're not <laughs> yeah. gonna do four, we're not gonna do that many. Right. Well now, we've officially built that framework. Yeah. There's yeah. absolutely zero reason from a bureaucratic point of view that we can't transition to this. Right. We think of how snow days now work. Yeah. Last year it was all about during snow days, we have to do everything possible to keep the schools open because that was right. a safe space for the students. Would this was the place. Option. It was uh, the learning would happen. Like yep. there were a lot of reasons why we have it. It was safer for kids to be at school. Yep. And now, because we built this infrastructure, well, now our snow days are nope. Schools are closed. Right. So we built capacity on the backs of kind of a tragedy in a lot yeah. of ways. Yeah. But you know, again, as I build these digital ways to communicate with kids, I'm I'm kind of thinking of that as like a parable am I really do I really want to develop these things or should I be fo fo focusing on pushing the envelope of the protocol right and keeping us in real life yep so yep. that's that's a little bit of where we'll go with that sort of innovation bias blind spot yeah. but I think it plays well to what what you're developing with that wall down there, right, right right and I mean maybe some of it is that because everybody's kind of navigating this uh, in different capacities and kind of more 
uh, independently. Maybe people are just not asking the questions. Maybe they're just not going to the people they need to to say, hey, can I use this space for this? Or how can I, how can I still utilize this uh, but stick to the protocols that you or that we that we have to follow and and maybe it's just because there's 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 so many you know pots on the fire kind of thing like there's just a lot going on in that sense but I think unless you ask the questions and I've seen you do that a couple times with um, administrative staff is just kind of you take the chance when you see them and you kind of just offer up your thinking okay. or, or just like a brief Hey, uh, what do you think about this? Or like, but but that's what needs to happen because until they get asked the question, they won't explore that option, right? I, like also, it does, I, I like to say I have an ill-formed idea that might might yeah. might end up being good. Yeah. Can and you help just, me out? You can see their fa- their facial or their like, eyes. Their eyes like, kind of brace oh, themselves for yeah, what that's might, exactly <laughs> it. That's exactly what it. might be coming next. But I don't, I don't know. I just uh, it, it's very it's very interesting. Um, I and I kind of I guess it's maybe a disappointment on my own part but you know I've been involved in other schools and uh, I guess school communities um, and I've never taken this many invitations to to be a, a participant why is that today I don't I don't know I think if I can bring it way back to where we started with the um, the power the the or the Oppressive, oppressive systems. Sort of, sort of. Uh, my role was was uh, as an ECE. Oh, I always dynamics. felt the power dynamic yeah. was that like maybe my maybe my my contribution wouldn't be as valued or effective because of my role, and that was not that anyone explicitly reinforced that, but it's just kind of how I guess I interpreted the the structure of the school, and unfortunately, the school you know had cl- clicky feelings in different ways and I mean maybe I I was a reinforcer of it and I didn't kind of try and push back but uh it's funny that in three weeks here I felt a more sense of a community and more sense of a purpose in relationships than I previously have felt in other capacities that you know that I've worked at in in schools so that's huge it is big it's very big and it's also now a a critical reflection on my own is it a craving Yes. And I think maybe coming back and you're like, oh, you're really lit up. I'm like, I guess I am. I, <laughs> I like this feeling. I want to keep doing it. And I think that's at the, at the very basic is like that positive reinforcement is if it, it feels good to be a part of something, I guess. Yeah. That's cool. And part of what I love about this is that we really are, I'm going to say, I said it, you know, uh, earlier today that um, still don't know exactly what we're defining as an alternative placement for you yeah um i think it's definitely not as simple or even on point to say trying to convince you to come over to secondary right i feel in a lot of ways we've really blurred the elementary and secondary leveling right it's and not. we're existing in this weird space of this is school yeah like, this is just yeah. we're kind of in education which is um happenstance i think we kind of landed there but i'm getting the sense of that's what we're that's what we're negotiating here yeah still teaching still creating lesson plans yeah still doing attendance still doing all the minutiae but kind of aware that the experiences could be placed in either panel right right so that's cool um, i was i was telling my talking with my my spouse last night saying i really do think we are maximizing 
this as a discussion, a necessary discussion between two panel colleagues. Right, right. Um, it would be interesting for us to connect five years from now yeah. when you've got your own classroom yeah. and see you know, what echoes, what are, what are the echoes at that point? Right, and I mean, there, we, you might need to call me out on some, some things if, if, if I've fallen into uh, blind spots, but, but it'll, it will be interesting to see kind of even where you are in five years. I actually was, that was gonna be a question. <laughs> so if we wanna land on a question yeah, today. for sure. This time, even this time next year, what are what are your what are your visions for yourself? Uh, you know, it doesn't it doesn't have to be. Um, it could it could be personal. It could be yeah. uh, academic. It could be positional. Like what role you're playing in a school or whatever. Like just you know, kind of in even if you want to give it a five year plan, you can. But let's say next <laughs> that's year. What, that's this what time tomorrow. Next year, the yeah. tomorrow podcast yeah. is all going to be about my five. Your five year plan. plan. Yeah. Lay it out. Lay it out. Whose, whose placement is this? Yeah, right, right. But yeah, it'd just be interesting to see where you're, uh, where you, where you want to go, where you want to go. Yeah. I hope it's wow. both, um, whatever I'm aiming for, the reality, you know, when we connect again, I hope it's both surprising and entirely on track. Right. So you kind of go, holy crap. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I can see the through line here. (laughs) So, um, yeah, yeah, okay. I'll throw that one down tomorrow. I like that one. Perfect. You good? Yeah, great day. Great day. I would agree. (laughs) Great day. I'm gonna go to the house, 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 I